Episode of Crass, the comedy podcast hosted by me, Paul Austin, and me, George Walsh. Brilliant. Um, sorry about last week, listeners. Didn't have a podcast. Uh, we were really busy. Yeah. Um, after we did one live back back in our uh, separate houses. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it sound like we divorced. <laughs> no, we're back. I'm back in the Midlands. Um, unfortunately. But I did have a nice time, George. I had Good. a really nice time. Um, what do we do? Well, um, not not very much, really. Uh, no. Play cards. Recorded the podcast, good. of course. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, tried to get the smell of that horrible ham out of the living room. <laughs> yeah, that did uh, permeate for a while. Um, my bus journey back was a bit weird. Right. Uh, I took the mega bus, obviously. Um <laughs> Because I'm, you know, I'm cheap. Sue me. But yeah, so I thought it was going to be all right. You know, I sat on my own. And then right at the end, before we set off, uh, a guy sits on the in the seats opposite me. Mm. Uh, and he just dances the whole journey. Dances? He just dances in his seat. Sort of, he's body popping one minute and he's kind of waving his hands, doing a kind of Saturday Night Fever thing. At one point, he's on his side, sort of doing a dance. It was, And it was right in my eye line. It was proper annoying. I hate that guy. If you're out there, dancing guy on the Megabus, I hate you. It's a bit a bit much, isn't it? Yeah, he probably had some sort of uh, issue or something, actually, <laughs> thinking about it. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that. As always, George, uh, I'd like to start with a question. Yep. Do you want to play the jingle? Well, I've not... You don't have to do it live. You don't have to do no, it live. Don't good. worry about it. Good. <laughs> Paul's question time. Question time. Right, Paul's question time. Um, George. Yes. Would you consider yourself a bear, a twink, or something in between? A. Would you consider yourself a bear, a twink, or something in between? I don't know what those terms. You don't know mean. what they forget. Don't worry about it then. Um, when it comes to tea and biscuits. Are you a dipper or a chaser? Hey. Oh, for fuck's sake. Do you not, you don't, do you drink, you drink tea, don't no. you? You drink, gr- oh, not really, no. Sake. Green tea every now and then, but. Do you have green tea with a biscuit sometimes? Well, no, that's, that's mad. <sighs> All right, fine. Who's your favourite doctor? Well, that's a very, bro- what do you mean by that? Who's your favourite doctor? <laughs> Obvious what I mean there, isn't it? No, whatever I say will be wrong, so, um. I, I, this joke doesn't more... work unless you say Peter Davison or William Hartnell. Well, he's not my favourite doctor, is he, Peter Davison? Well, I don't know. He's all right. This joke doesn't work unless you say... say William. Just say William Hartnell. William Hartnell. No, I didn't mean from Doctor Who. I meant from the daytime soap, Doctors. <laughs> God. <laughs> the one... No, it took us three goes to get to a question you could actually answer. So just... Well... If you'd explain the bleeding questions instead of just launching into are you a bear or a twink? I'm not going to explain what they are, are, George. You can Google it. I'm not Googling it. <laughs> so who would you like out of Doctors? Uh, the, the one who used to be in One Foot in the Grave. There we go, finally. Yeah. Fucking hell. 
What do you mean? You're saying it like I was difficult. Well, you know, it just took us a while to get... I mean, to be honest, listeners, it's quite good that we managed to stretch that out because we've got nothing today. (laughs) (laughs) We've got absolutely fuck all. Oh, dear. Have we got any emails today, George? For a change, I'm pleased to report we have got an email. We've got some correspondence. Now, first thing I should probably say is Mm -hmm. that this email is signed off sort of anonymously. Oh, right. However, um, (laughs) it... (laughs) It's from an email address which has a name in it. Oh, right, okay. Not only that, but because it's Google Mail, it's come up with a full name for the person as well. (laughs) So, I mean, I'll I'll read the email, and I'll leave it up to you, Paul, if you want me to name and shame. But (laughs) here goes. Dear George and the other one, I've been listening to your podcast recently as I walk to or bus to or from wherever I need to go. Right. I have a few questions. Okay. I mean, okay, first of all, let me stop you there for a minute, George. I'm already annoyed that they've... I mean, obviously, they're joking when they put George and the other one. Obviously, that's a funny joke. Yeah. But, you know, it doesn't make me me laugh. No. Because it makes me feel like I've been forgotten. (laughs) Carry on. So, carry on. So here are a few Yeah, questions. I mean, actually, we're always happy to answer questions, yeah. so thanks for emailing anonymous guy who George knows the full name of. Yeah. So, question one. Why, George, do you put up with Paul's shit? He oh, just seems f- to... <laughs> I mean, this is bullshit, isn't it, this? <laughs> he just seems very aggravating to deal with, and I'm sorry that in your job as his carer, you're forced to deal oh. with him so often. Unbelievable. You know, As his carer, yeah. we, <laughs> yes. live at, we live at different ends of the country. I don't spend all my time with George. I'm, I'm mostly just sitting around eating cheese. Mm. <laughs> and, and two, <laughs> yeah. is the only way to get on the show to send an abusive email? If so, no, it's not. If so, fuck you, fuckers, and your mm. fucking fuck shit. <laughs> is he talking to both Thanks, of us so, there? Yeah. Right, okay. Thanks so much for your time and your wonderful voice. Brackets, voices if you feel you have to throw Paul a bone. Sign. Oh my god, unbelievable. Now, I have the power here to reveal who this is. Do you know what, George, actually? Don't don't name him. I don't want his name. Do you know what? Because he wants... I think he wants us to name him. He wants us to put his name out, get a bit of, you know, get a bit of coverage on the Crass podcast. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. He clearly wants the You're not getting any coverage, mate. I'll tell you what, write in a nice email. Write an email saying how nice I am and how nice my voice is, and then we'll say your name. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was our correspondence there. Right, well, I think after that email, it's time for you, Paul, to tell me what you've been watching this week. Tell me what you've been watching this week. You tell them you saw it on the, um, the telly. 
Well, George, um, obviously, uh, you know, we've covered TV and we've covered movies in this segment. Yeah. But there's something we haven't covered, mm. and that's the world of video games. Now, obviously, it's a, it's not really because we don't really watch them. It's more of an it's less passive than telly or movies. You know, you're active in them. Um, however, I would say uh, less so these days. Mm. Because, uh, you know, there's a bit of an elephant in the room. There's something we haven't really talked about, George. Yeah. And that is the fact that for a few Fridays now, not last Friday or the Friday before that, but for a, for a while, we were playing the video game A Way Out. Yes. Live on YouTube, on the Crash YouTube channel, Crash TV. Maybe you could put a link to it in the description, George. What, me? I've got to do it. Yeah, well, you know, you do that. That's your job. Sorry, I'm not, I don't want to create more work no, for you. No, I'm just saying, no, you know, no, we, haven't had, no. we, haven't had many, we haven't had many viewers. That's all I'm saying. Well, there's a reason for that, isn't there? <laughs> okay, what do you think the reason is? We're not very good at streaming, and we're yeah, streaming a game that's crap. Yeah, okay, so this is the elephant in the room. This is the deal. We think A Way Out is rubbish. Yeah, but no, it but is. But it's quite... It's, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, George, it's quite critically lauded. A lot of people really like it. And I don't get it. I don't get it why it's... I'm hating it. I really hate it. Yeah. And we've got to complete it now. No, we've so not. So when this goes up, listeners... We have. have got... We've got... We've bought... We paid money for it. We paid real-life money for it. I want to complete it. Yeah, but... So, um, so listeners, after this goes out, uh, after you've listened to this, uh, about seven-ish, we'll be streaming a way out, mm. okay? Go there and watch it, because it seems really... At the moment, it seems really pointless for us to do it if nobody's listening. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, and we're trying to we're trying to force ourselves through this game, which we think is rubbish. Yeah, um, and you're, you're you're you watching it would help. Would it help? Maybe it'd make it worse. I just, I just want to get it over. <laughs> if we've got to play it, I want it over with. Yeah, because it's. Well, rubbish. maybe we could just finish trying. Maybe this. Maybe maybe uh, today we can try and finish it. Yeah, I mean today is when this goes out. I mean not today when we're recording. No, which is a Tuesday. <laughs> Anyway, I feel like we should sort of sum up why we don't like A Way Out, because it's got lots of, you know, it's got these good reviews. I think we should try and counter that with our opinions. Uh, okay. So I'll, shall I start? If you wish, yeah. I think it's really, the story of it is really boring. It's really pants, it? It's terrible. We, sp- we spent about an hour in the prison, kind of, and which is what I was expecting. I was expecting it to be like the whole game to be mostly set in the prison, escaping the prison. That'd be the main thing. Yeah, it'd be it was kind of a puzzle-solving game where we have to realistically escape a prison. But no, that was about an hour of it. An hour of it was escaping prison, uh, which was the bit I most enjoyed. Mm. Then after that, we're just sort of meandering around the fucking wilderness, doing meeting up with Leo's stupid idiot family yeah. and my character's dumb pregnant wife. Sorry, that came off as a bit misogynistic. His, his wife, who's also probably an idiot. Uh, and it just, it's just, no, there's no story. I don't understand what's going on. We're supposed to be looking for this guy. Oh, God, I don't know, listeners. If, t- tell you what, email in the plot of A Way Out. Make it, make it sort of anonymous guy, you know, who hates me. If you want to make yourself a bit useful, <laughs> you can email in a concise version of the plot of A Way Out, please. Yeah. I'm really angry. I feel sorry, Joe. I feel really angry today. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, George. That email has really set me off on the wrong foot I'm today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't matter. I'll try and I'll try and forget it. Oh, 
got anything else? You've been watching anything this week? <laughs> this is, this really is piss poor, isn't it? This one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's good. It's a good one. It's, do you know? What? I've changed my mind. I think it's a really good one, George. <laughs> I think this is great. Um, <laughs> have you right? Have you actually have you watched anything this week? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you've you've already talked about something that isn't television or cinema, haven't you? Okay. So can yeah. I do that? Can I yes. talk about stuff that doesn't really work under the banner of telling? Of course, of course you can. I'm just going to talk course, about it. Anyway. Of course. So, yeah, last week I went to see the Rolling Stones in concert. Ah. which was absolutely extraordinary. Brilliant. They have still got it, and anyone who makes sort of shitty, ageist jokes about They're them... They're all older, aren't they, George? Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, anyone who makes a sort of shitty, ageist joke about them is a twat, and Uh-oh. it's as simple as that, because they've still got it. They're still terrific. Still got it. They're not embarrassing themselves. They're brilliant, no. and I mean it. They're absolutely fantastic. Oh, well, that's nice. That's nice. Then, the, what were the crowd like? Were they good? Oh, there was just a couple of wankers in the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> oh, right. There always is. There's a twat behind me in a uh, King Crimson baseball cap. <laughs> who, right, for a start, if you go into a gig, I think you should either wear normal clothes or band clothes that are the band you're seeing, right? Yeah. Don't wear a yeah, King well, Crimson hat to see the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose it's... Well, I guess it's their way of going, you know, I don't just like the Rolling Stones. They don't want to appear like a sort of weird super fan, I suppose. But they yeah, sort but, of just end up looking like a prick. Yeah, but the Rolling Stones have some of the most iconic imagery in popular music, haven't they? The big tongue and lips yeah, thing. Well, you can suppose, just yeah, stick that on a shirt. Them big lips. Yeah. There yeah. are loads of people in shirts with that image on. Naturally, yeah. And that's fine. But then when you've got someone in a Megadeth T-shirt, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, it's embarrassing bit, anyway. Yeah fucking megadeth but but yeah if you're at a it's, a very, gig, it's a very angry show today it isn't is. it it's very it's a very opinionated angry show <laughs> if you're going to a rolling stones gig don't wear a king crimson baseball cap secondly no. this guy was filming the whole gig on his phone oh uh, one of that yeah fine if you want to take a few pictures take a few clips but he was yeah. literally there the whole time with his arms aloft holding his phone right <laughs> um, we'd been there from around the time the doors opened, and we'd mm-hmm. got a spot just in uh, front uh, the of doors him. opened from, did they? See what I did there, George? Because that's another band. Now I know what you're thinking, but I actually meant the doors. <laughs> Sorry, Carrie. No, from the time when they were letting people in, we got there, and we got a good yeah. spot, and we were just in front of King Crimson. Nice. And around yeah. halfway through the show, he sort of jabs me on the shoulder and says could you could you just move out oh, of the way right. a little bit which i thought okay <gasps> and then he said i've been right. here for hours before you and you've just pushed what it. oh fuck off mate that's not how it works it's not how it works if you'd been here longer no. you'd be in the front wouldn't you you'd be yeah, exactly. further forwards than twice me. right so fine about two minutes later someone in front yeah. of me um put someone up on their <laughs> yeah. shoulders right Right in front of King Crimson, (laughs) right in front of me. Yeah. And King Crimson sort of dives across me and the person in front of me to jab the person who's up on the shoulder. And he gives them a proper jab 
in the ribs. Oh, my God. Yeah. And start swearing. Get out, you fucking twat. Oh, like that. <laughs> like he's gargling pebbles yeah. as well. So they sort of went off. It looked like they were crying when they were walking off because they were just trying to enjoy themselves. You know? Oh, no. And this guy had as properly assaulted them, you know. So... Wow, King, King Creosote's a dick. <laughs> King Creosote? King Crimson. <laughs> but I just... Oh, sorry. It's, no, no, it's fine. But I just decided, right, well, after that, I'm just going to stand in front of him. And uh, the hell yeah, with it. Yeah, good idea. And he, he didn't say anything. Maybe yeah. because... At the point when I decided to do this, uh, the Stones started playing You Can't Always Get What You Want. Oh, wow. He, so he knew that they sort of sent him a message. Yeah. <gasps> Made him think. But That's he amazing. Even, he wasn't even watching it. He was just filming it. Prick. Just, when's he going to watch that back? Uh, and, uh, he, what? <laughs> what you've got, you've got people who want to enjoy the concert whilst they're there. They want to enjoy the gig there and then yeah. whilst the Stones are on the stage. And then you've got people who want to yeah. enjoy the gig three days later on their couch, watching it on their phone. <laughs> I'm not one of those I mean, people. I'm one of the people who wants to be there. It? But the thing is, George, I can't imagine that anyone just sits and watches gigs they've recorded on their phones back the whole way through. Well, no, exactly. I can't imagine this anyone does that. This is it, isn't it? Who does that? Twats, probably. I guess, I guess they just think maybe at some point they're going to show someone, maybe or, some, or maybe they think that they're sort of documenting it. Like, oh, yeah. I've got to document this because this is going to be history. Like, there's not loads of people documenting it anyway. It's not yeah, the 1800s. But, well, this is it. I was thinking when the Stones did their first gig, if camera phones were around then, that might become a document. But yeah, not now. They did a gig no, in Manchester. No point, is there? I mean, they're you know, touring I mean, constantly. Yeah, go back to- <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Go back to the 50s with your camera phone, you it's, know, then it'll be useful. It's not like when you see that old footage of the Beatles performing and all the crowd yeah. screaming. It's not the same as <laughs> no. as someone don't need it. with a camera phone now doing it. It's, you don't, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No phones in concerts. That's a new rule we're going to start imposing. No phones in concerts. You get, them, you get them taken off you when you go into the gig. I mean... That's a good idea, isn't I, it, George? Well, how... Hard to police, but there we go. I mean, George I is going to do it. We're both. George agrees with me. We're going to no, do it no. now. No, I just, next bit. No, I think a new rule should be enjoy the concert whilst you're there. Okay. Don't just watch it through a screen for two hours. And we enforce that as well. If you're not having fun, <laughs> you get tased. Get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> so yeah, so there was that. Brilliant. Okay. And uh, last night. I went Ooh. to the Royal Exchange Theatre to Ooh. see Samuel Beckett's Happy Days, starring Maxine Peake. Ooh, flipping heck, George, you're cultured. I am very cultured. <laughs> That's Sam Beckett, the playwright, not Sam Beckett, the main character out of Quantum Leap. Is it good? It was brilliant, yeah. And Great. she is just easily one of the finest actors. That Was it as good as The Wedding Crashes? <laughs> I just because if I want to see if I'd enjoy it, I would say it was about a million times better than the wedding. Crisis. Well, I'll definitely, I'll definitely have to go see it then, George. <laughs> Sounds like the best thing ever made. But um, <laughs> the evening wasn't without incident. And oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of my fault, and oh, I'm quite embarrassed. I wasn't. I was debating whether or not to talk about this. 
But we need, we, re- we desperately need desperate. some content. Yeah. And it's possible it will lift things, who knows. Good, good, good. So, during the interval, I was alone when I went to see this. I went on my own. Okay. And during the interval, I didn't really have anything to do for 15 minutes, so I just sort of no. had a bit of a walk round. Nice. Um, I noticed by one of the entrances, they had this, what I think was a sort of a fire escape device for people right. in wheelchairs. Oh, okay. And it had this really quite smart-looking logo on the front. Yeah. And, you know, I had an interesting graphic design years ago, and I'd sort of, I, I yeah. spot, if I spot things like that, logos that look really good, I, yeah. I'm a bit tragic. I kind of want a record of it. So I, okay. I tried to take a Sorry picture enough. of it on my phone. Yeah. Um, strange. But the lighting was off or something, and I couldn't quite get it. So I, nice. I just left yeah, yeah. it and carried okay. on having a bit of a walk around. And then just as I'm about to go in back after the interval, someone comes up to me, a member of staff, oh, God. and says, yeah. um, a- another member of staff has just told me that you were trying to take photographs of the fire exit. <laughs> Could you explain why, please? <laughs> now, it's a very sensitive time in the world. Yeah. And, you know, and Manchester especially. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I genuinely, when I explained, I was just, it was the, lo- I just looked like a psycho when I was saying, no, no, it's the logo. I like the logo for the, and the logo was like someone in a wheelchair being pushed down some stairs or something. So I'm sounded being insane. pushed down some stairs? What kind of fucking logo is well, that? Well, a ramp thing. Exit. It was like a ramp. Like oh, a, right. It was kind of like a sled for wheelchairs. Oh, right. You didn't word that. You didn't word that very well. You well, said no. push down the stairs. Yeah, because when the bloke came over and started asking me questions, I started panicking and that's how right, I answered okay. it. I didn't say. Okay. I didn't explain it properly to him. I just sounded mad. So, <laughs> so I was sort of accused yeah. of, not accused of, but there was the implication that I might be a terrorist and then go back and enjoy the second <laughs> I mean, you don't act. look like a terrorist. No, but... But you've got to admit, walking around the theatre several times in a circle and then That's taking a picture of a fire exit, it is suspicious, isn't it? I suppose so, yeah. You, did you say, like, oh, well, I'm a graphic design student and... Um... No, I, no, I made it worse. I tried to tell the truth. That was the... <laughs> yeah, I didn't even say, I'm a graphic design student. I sort of said, oh, well, I've been interested in graphic design for you. I tried to explain it. Longhand. <laughs> explain it long and he just went really bad i mean he walked off and oh. i sort of said sorry but there were people looking at me then oh like, no oh, oh, i don't George. want to sit next to him sort of thing. <laughs> i want to sit next to the terrorists i know oh, i can't no, go in there George. again I'd, I, of course you can i want to see it again i want to see it again without that on my mind during the second act because <laughs> i i was able to push it to the back of my mind for the most part yeah, yeah. but i i still i could sense i was probably thinking about it a bit Sometimes your eyes glazed over and you just... Once, right, I went... I had a similar sort of theatre experience that I didn't quite... I went to see um, a Daniel Kitson play, the name of which I've now completely forgotten. Right. I think it was um, something like Mouse, mm. I think it was called, or sort of play about a mouse. I can't remember. It was very good. But my shoes were too tightly laced for the whole performance. <laughs> and there's no interval or anything. Because, you know, it's it's not that sort of play. Yeah. And um, I just, for the whole time I was watching, I just thought, my feet are it's too, my laces are too tight. I feel, I just want to take my shoes off. God, when's it going to end? <laughs> 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 I 
So I've had a similar experience. And if, it, if you're only in the cinema, you can just, you know, you can just do whatever you want. Take your shoes off. Yeah. You know, take your trousers off. Do whatever. It doesn't matter. You know. <laughs> but in the in the theatre, you know, you've got to be. You got you got to try and seem at least a little bit civilized. Yeah. So yeah, I had a similar experience. Never. That's, I'm never never go to the theatre. That's the. Uh, it's the lesson there. The moral. Always have fun well, no, at don't... gigs. Never go to the theatre. Right, George. Um, I was really happy to come come up the other week because, to be honest, since the last series ended, I've been having a right shitter of a time mm. here. Um, obviously, I was. I'm depressed about being chucked by Damson. Yeah. But also, I've kind of knackered my friendship with all the members of Lonely Hearts Club. You know, Ryan, Barry Adams and Jimmy Gibbon. Yeah. And and the worst thing is that Dampson has spread the podcast around the whole town. So now everyone has heard it. Well, good. More and listeners. It's, no, it's not good because it's getting to the point where I can't go into Waitrose without some ancient blue rinse cow yelling, come and get your shreddies at me. Honestly, it's, <laughs> it's getting unbearable. Oh, seriously, every time I leave the house, the bastard next door asks me what your deal is, George. Fucking infuriating. What? What's what? his accent? Is he from Manchester? What is that? Um, it, Maybe uh, that's Rod Syringe. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Rod Syringe. Mm. He's, uh, he's a right tit. He's got the same size garden as me, but he's got four pigs living in his. <laughs> he had like three a couple of months ago, and then one day, swear to God, he says to me, Oh, that Paul! I've got a new pig! <laughs> Why is this the good life? <laughs> I don't know. He's really strange. So I said, <laughs> I said, great, you know, making small talk. And he says, guess what I've called it? Did you see what I have to deal with, George? I say, mm. I don't know, Clive. He says, no. James, no. Moira, no. Bart, no. So I gave up there. And he said, I've named him Paul after you. <laughs> What am I supposed to say to that, George? Man, he's pig. I've, I barely talked to him. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, I thought <laughs> I thought I'd cheer myself up by buying myself a little present. Okay. And then I remembered all the cool stuff you bought last series on eBay. Ah. Oh. So this is another edition of eBay Adventures. <laughs> Play the dig out that jingle. Wait, what? what? eBay Adventures? I've never, I've never done that before. So yeah, we brought it back, George. We brought it back. Yeah. Uh, very incredibly popular uh, feature. The semi-regular feature. <laughs> Unbe- I mean, unbelievably, I've never actually bought anything from eBay. I've used Amazon a lot, and I used Play.com back in the day. Do you remember that? Yeah. I mean, we, uh, it would be rubbish if it was called Amazon Adventures, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, that would be shit. Because unless it was... You know, crass boys go to the Amazon. Yeah, there'd be no uh, yeah. point. That would be good, but pff, at least everyone knows what eBay is. But you know, Amazon, it could be multiple things. Well, two. <laughs> anyway, multiple. so I opened an account. Opened, <laughs> I opened an eBay account. Had to set up a fucking PayPal thing. Ludicrous! Yeah. Just another extra step to get in the way. And I, I wasn't really sure what I wanted. I haven't really got any dream possessions. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Mm. Um, so I thought the best thing to do would just be to search for keywords, you know, things like that. So first I searched for... The first thing I, th- I searched for was Doctor Who, because yep. I like that show. <laughs> All that comes up is, like, a load of tat action figures, a Sontara, and you can make habits, a shitty cardboard, loads of pop figures, and I've already got all them. Mm. Vi- a vintage pair of underpants with Tom Baker's face plastered <laughs> over the crotch. 
Imagine what those would look like if you got a brasser. Like you'd been stung by a massive bee. So yeah, it was all it was all shit really. So um I thought I'd search for my second favourite thing, Telly Savalas. Oh Who loves you, baby? By now you ought to know. Just just a load of DVDs, George. Terrible, terrible DVDs. For example, I'll give you what the Cartier affair with Joan Collins and Telly. <laughs> the only thing vaguely interesting were uh, a couple of framed fo- postcards mm. from that film you like, George. What's the, the bomb one? Yeah. What's the one he's in? On Her Majesty's Secret Service. That one, yeah. Anyway, it was like three postcards signed by John Le- jo- John Lazenby. George Lazenby. <laughs> <laughs> signed by John Lazenby. This, hang on, this signature seems a bit off. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, these three postcards uh, signed by George Lazenby, who's um, on Dame Diana Rigg and yeah. Satelli, obviously. It's about 15 quid. Um, I did think about buying it for you, but I couldn't be asked, oh, to right. be honest. I mean, it would have been a right asshole driving to Redditch to pick it up. So um, I didn't what get do it mean, for you. What do you mean picking it up? Wouldn't they post it? No, it was really, it was big. They said they wouldn't post it. It was in a big frame. Hang on, it was three postcards. It's a good point. Yeah. But anyway, I, didn't, I mean, I, I, was, I just didn't get it. Couldn't be asked. Mm. Um, so anyway, after searching for telly, I was a, a bit of a loose end because I couldn't think of anything else. Like, actually, it took me about three hours to think of something else that I wanted. <laughs> so anyway, um, I searched for them. And to be honest, George, uh, what I searched for, it is a little bit crass. Okay. Um, but since that's literally the name of the game, or the podcast <laughs> in this case, <laughs> I might as well tell you. Uh, I searched for tits. <laughs> Uh, and it was pretty much all rubbish. A load of tape, not sure why. Loads, lots of quite realistic fake ones, mm. which I thought about buying, but in the end, I thought it'd be a bit weird. Yeah. And then I did. I finally found something I really wanted. It was this red T-shirt with a picture of two cartoon birds, and underneath them was the caption, Nice tits. And that just cracked me up. Oh, Laugh for about an hour. Anyway, I needed I needed this T-shirt. It became like this obsession. Do you think it's a good T-shirt, George? No, no that's a that's an appalling no. T-shirt. It's a really they're like birds, right? You know, there's a bird called a, a blue tit, yeah, or just tits. Yeah, I know. But it's like nice tits. Like it might mean it might mean boobs. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's clever. It's not clever. It's not only funny. It's, it's not, not only clever, it's and it's not, not only funny, but it's it makes clever. you think. It's just... It makes you think. It doesn't make... What does it make you think about? Peter Stringfellow? He's dead. He's dead. (laughs) Who cares? Um, Anyway, so... um, I needed... It it was like, yeah, I really wanted it. Uh, I was lying awake at night if... uh, I was just thinking about it. Uh, I mean, I would have. It was a fuck... I just can't explain. It was a fucking great T-shirt, right? Unfortunately, George, it, you know, you know, you can sometimes get those buy it now type deals. Yeah. It wasn't one of them. It was an auction. Oh. Uh, I know, right, Borlake? Yeah. Um, thankfully, I remembered your eBay adventure story and the whole sniper sort of minimum bid type deal. Yeah. So anyway, I threw down my starting bid, which is about 30 quid. Um, well, what, remember, did I you, think, yeah, 30, did you, 32 quid. How much time was left? There's about, there's about, I can't remember, there's about four hours at this point. Oh, amateur. Big mistake. Well, no, I'm just, it's my starting bid, all you right? You don't need to make quid. a starting bid. It was on, like, two quid. I just thought, you know, 30 quid. There no, we go. No, no, right. Bang. What you did, the whole point of the sniper thing is to do it <laughs> with, like, three seconds left so no oh. one else has a chance. So what you do is, oh. you let, any, anyone who bids for something on eBay, 
yeah. like way in advance. They're kind of setting themselves up for a for a fool, really, because the best thing to do is to swoop in at the last minute, outbid them all, and you might right. get it for a good deal. Okay. Right, well, okay, well, okay, I misunderstood, fine, all right, but I, I, it's too late now, it's in the past, three down 30 quid. Um, anyway, someone instantly chipped in with 31 quid. Mm. Uh, just annoying, right, George? 30, just one quid more, unbelievable. So uh, I didn't want to have to be dealing with this all night, having to constantly refresh, put in an extra quid every five minutes, be right, fucking pain. So I remembered your advice, and I immediately raised the bidding to three grand. <laughs> That's pretty much what you said, though, no. isn't it? You know, no, it's not. That is pretty much the advice you no. gave. No, don't get into, <laughs> don't get into a right, bidding well, I'll tell war. You, it, was, it was, to be fair, George, it was ages ago. Well, the thing is, don't get into a bidding war four hours before it's due to end. Do it in the last sort of 30 seconds, if you're going to do right, it. okay. Fucking hell. Three grand Fine. for a nice right, tipped okay. T-shirt. It was, I really wanted it, Okay. Anyway, it's too late now. I really wanted this. Look, leave me alone, okay? Just listen to me. So at this point, the other bidding's pretty much stopped. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Top banana. So I just sit back and wait out the final. Oh, actually, it's seven. it was seven hours. It was seven hours, not four. Uh, even worse, then. <laughs> after, about, after about 45 minutes, I pretty much figured no one else was going to top three grand. So I went to bed, drifted off with a grin on my face, imagining what it'd be like. To strut down the street with all the girls looking at me, amazing new T-shirt. Thought I'd probably dream about that. I think I didn't in the end. I actually had this dream when I was a big bit of cheese. <laughs> anyway, I woke up. So by that point, auction's well over. Thought I'd wake up. I figured I'd wake up to this notification that I'd won on my phone. But there was, there was actually, you know what, actually, there was a message from you begging for my half of the bloody podcast hosting money. Honestly, right, well, he's a right screw. He's a right Scrooge, listeners. A right Scrooge. It's coming out of my bank, mate. You're not giving... I have to beg. Let's move on from that. We'll move on from that. All right, I don't want to start something. So I thought, fine, okay, they probably don't send it to your phone. That's fine. Check me emails. Nothing there. And I'm really worried by now, George. I boot up my stupid laptop. Laptop? Boot up my stupid laptop and check the auction page. And I didn't win it, George. Oh, no. It was snaffled by a fucking sniper. (laughs) Three three thousand and one pounds, unbelievable! <laughs> so I go absolutely ape shit, George. I push over a cup, I screw it in my pillow for a full ten minutes. Finally, I manage to calm down, and I start formulating this idea that I'll contact the other buyer, pay them what they want, maybe I'll offer them a trade, give them a kiss or a blowy or whatever. It's only then that I notice the name of the buyer, mm. Damson sixty nine, <laughs> to be continued. Oh. Wait, what? eBay furniture? I've never done that before, ever. Wait, what? eBay furniture? I've never done that before, ever. Now, listeners, if you're not aware of Damson, she was she was my bird from the last season. Um, so that's like a cliffhanger, that is. She's a big part <laughs> of uh, season one that most people have probably forgotten about. Yeah, we sort of abandoned it because it was shit, but, I mean, I'm bringing it back now. Because we're desperate. <laughs> anyway, that was good, wasn't it, George? eBay Adventures. It's back. Part one of a special two-part eBay Adventures. Oh, God. 
Yeah, but what? Tune in next week I can't to find help. out the thrilling conclusion. I can't help but feel that next week it will be Lonely Hearts Club under the guise of eBay adventures. <laughs> Unless you buy something on eBay or miss out on something on eBay next week. This is a warning, by the way, a formal warning. Right. Unless to me. eBay is in- yeah, to you. Unless eBay is involved, right. don't say oh eBay adventures and make me put the jingle in because it'll be a big waste of everyone's time. Oh. All right. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I, I can't mean, just change was, it now, can this I? This was eBay happened. adventures. This one works, but you right, say okay, to be good. continued. So unless eBay's involved next week, you know. Well, I mean, you will see. We'll see. You rained on my parade there. Sorry. Anyway, come on. We don't end it on a, on a sour <laughs> note. We end too many podcasts like that. So um, let's 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 you know, let's give each other a compliment to end. Uh, I think you've got a lot of nice stuff. <laughs> Your go. Oh Christ! I think that without your quote eBay adventures. End quote. Yeah. We this one would be really bad this week. <laughs> Thanks. That's a nice compliment. As opposed to just bad. It'd be really bad. <laughs> Great. Uh thanks listeners. You can uh send us an email, try not to make it a fucking snidey one, uh to uh crasspodcast at gmail dot com. Um where can they find us on Twitter, George? At the Crass Podcast. So there's the in the Twitter but not in the email, okay? That might seem confusing, but just that's the way the cookie crumbles. All right? You can find me on Twitter at Bumbledoon. That's Bumble, D-O-O-N. All my other monikers are Bumble Down, which also might seem like a confusing thing, but it doesn't matter. That's the way the biscuit gets dipped in the tea. George, where can they find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at George Walsh, spelled J-O-R-G-E-W-A-L-S-H. Also a bit confusing. It's very it's confusing, not, isn't it? That's not confusing, so, though, is it, really? I suppose once you spell it, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's fine. Jorge Walsh. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, cheers, listeners. Um, sorry about this one. I promise it'll be... Well, I can't promise that. We'll I, try I, I, it yeah, Hopefully it'll be better next week. See you, George. Bye. <laughs>